Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Okay, guys, big show today. I'm excited because I'm speaking to my spiritual gangster, teacher, guide. For those of you that follow me on Instagram, she's more formally known as Yoda. (laughs) But in all seriousness, today I'm very honored to bring back to the show Adele Stratton. Adele is the owner of Phoenix Rising Healing Center. She's an integrational manual therapist and offers diverse treatments for anyone looking for fundamental healing. In addition to her spiritual superpowers, she's also one of the coolest women I know. And so this is going to be a really fun episode. But before we get into today's podcast, last week I had a really fun challenge for you all. Well, it was actually more like a fun request that I threw out there, and it was to take a screenshot of this podcast that you're listening to right now and post it up on your social media. It was so fun that today I want to do it again. It's a small ask that literally filled my entire week with so much joy. So I loved seeing all of your posts. This community warms my heart so deeply, and this is a cool way to deepen that connection. So yeah, take a screenshot right now. Before you listen any further, post it up. High fives are on the way. And thank you for sharing the love and my support for my biggest teacher, Adele Stratton. Okay, so let's get started with today's show. Okay, hi Adele. Hi Lisa. Welcome back to the show. Yes. <laughs> I do have to say that our uh, our first podcast together, the Relationships One Hundred One, uh, was is the highest um, has the highest amount of downloads um, out of all my podcasts. Oh, yes. And interesting. So Good. I'm, I'm very happy to have you back um, on the show. And this week, I I kind of. I want to focus on a question I think that a lot of people ask me, and I've talked about this a little bit in previous episodes and on my Instagram page, but it's basically, you know, how do you live the life that you live? That's the question that I get the most, and um, words from you, the wise, uh, it, it is on, it kind of starts with, it's it all starts somewhere, and it starts with the thought process and with your thoughts and what how that leads to your decision making in the end and, and where you learn your thoughts and yada, yada, yada. So I, <laughs> I don't mean to yada, yada, yada that, but yeah. I, I, I want to just kind of get into this week with, um, with, with talking about that and okay. what inflammatory thoughts are. Um, using your words, you have said that, um, you know, these are thoughts that don't serve you, that are low vibrational thoughts. So... Let's talk about that. Okay. Yes, I'd love to talk about that. <laughs> I'd love to talk about that. So how did you get, you know, so that question, how did you get to where you are or how you're living your life? And, yes. you know, people look at those fantastic pictures that they see on Instagram and Facebook and they're like, wow, you know, like she's got it all together. Look <laughs> at that life, you know, look at that life that she's that she's leading and. I want to have that life too. Mm-hmm. And we are seeing or witnessing um, how you have lived uh, a life of um, being an athlete, you mm-hmm. know, and doing something that you really loved, which is skiing. Mm-hmm. And then how everything started to change for you. Mm-hmm. And when we started to talk, there was a lot involved because you had you had reached this point in your life where 
you thought, okay, now I've, I've done that, but now what? Mm-hmm. Now what? And where, where am I going to go with this? And there was a lot to be discussed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I came to you in like a blubbering mess. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So at the beginning of all of that, what I really wanted you to understand was how happy did you feel inside about yourself, where you were at? Mm-hmm. And and were you excited to get up in the morning? And were you just like feeling the best that you could feel? And, and there was a lot of work to be done um, to get to the point where you are now. Mm-hmm. And about, you know, how you felt about yourself and, and, and the relationships that you chose. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it was all about going back to scratch and the thoughts that you had about yourself. Yeah. And how those thoughts were ingrained into you or how you even made assumptions about thoughts. About, you know, well, this isn't happening. must be my fault. Oh, that just happened. So I guess that person's not proud of me. Or, you know, taking taking it on, taking it on. And so as those thoughts start to uh, gather and, and compile, they start to then give more vibration to more thoughts of that kind. Yeah, so it's like powerful. Exactly. And then before you know it, those thoughts that you have brought together like a little wasp nest in your mind start to attract other experiences where those experiences or those people around you they too are buzzing like little wasp nests (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's like contagious it's contagious because you are giving you are giving that off whether whether you know it or not you could have the biggest smile on your face yes but there's a vibration that's coming off of you. Yes. And that's what's attracting those circumstances, situations, and people around you. Yes. So I, I do recall like coming to see you and thinking, I'm sure you even asked me that question. And, and I, I, I would say, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to even admit that I don't treat myself well. A, because I didn't really have the awareness of it, and B, because I needed to protect myself somehow. Like, I felt sure. attacked even by that question. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Now, when uh, when I have those feelings of attack, I'm like, what is it in me that is hurting here or feeling small? Yes. I, I'm, I'm definitely at a point where I can recognize that, but back then, I couldn't. Right. So there was resistance even just to the question. Yes. And and to seeking the answer within me. That's There's a right. resistance. It's yes. very interesting. Yes. 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 Because at the end of the day, whether we recognize it or not, there's always some kind of a resistance within us. And the resistance is that old program that doesn't actually want to acknowledge that there's a problem. Right. That, uh, no, I got it. I, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Look at me. Look at me. I got this smile plastered yeah, on happy. my face. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. So because of that, <laughs> then, you know, it it, it it creates, it actually adds a little more resistance to that. And so it takes, in order for a person to start to deconstruct that or dismantle those thoughts, um, that's why we meditate. Mm-hmm. That's why we go into the place of stillness, or that's why we start to focus on other things that can change our thoughts or change our resistance. Um, it 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 takes it takes wanting, it takes wanting to be happy. It takes wanting to feel well. It takes desire to. Um, be liberated 
and mm, feel I like free. That. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's almost there's a, a a dash of of courage too, or I don't, maybe that's not the right word or strength because change or changing your patterns or thought mm-hmm. patterns is is different. It's hard. It's it can be hard. Absolutely. For some I just posted like last week on Instagram, I am brave, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, people think that, oh, I'm going to go skydiving. I've always been afraid of that. I'm going to go skydiving, you know, or, (laughs) oh, I'm going to go swim with the sharks. And I've always been afraid of sharks and everything. And that's fine. Uh But try diving into your deepest, darkest self where the boogeyman lives. (laughs) Yes. And boy, that has got to be the scariest experience ever because of the fact that there's something that everybody's hiding somewhere about their past or about what's happening with them. And they're just like uh, afraid to see it. So, yeah, I think I'll go. I think I'll go skydiving today. You know, (laughs) that that way I could distract myself from what's really going on and say, there you go. Look at me. I'm brave. <laughs> yes. No, that's such, it's so valid. So I mean, courage, it's not a dash. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> okay. Fair. So so how does someone recognize that their thoughts aren't serving them? Like, is that something? Mm, okay. That's really good point because, first of all, the thoughts, yes, it would be helpful if someone, someone recognized uh, if, I don't know that maybe they're maybe they're in therapy mm-hmm. or but to recognize that when their self-talk is really not serving them it and it's the classics right I'm too fat mm-hmm. I'm too ugly I'm too skinny I got flat feet mm-hmm. my legs look like tree trunks mm-hmm. uh, look at the mess of this hair I wish my lips were bigger. <laughs> like, yeah, huh? you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm so stupid. I don't mean you. No, no, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. knew that. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, God, I'm so clumsy. Can't figure that one out. So all of that talk, if you talk like that all the time, that that is a low vibratory thought. It's not serving you, and it will create for you more and more distress and a heavier feeling in your body and then those thoughts will start to um, act out Mm -hmm. in your everyday life you'll start doing things that come from that thought pattern such as you'll start eating crap Mm -hmm. or you'll start drinking Mm -hmm. or you'll start shopping yeah, so let's talk about the food because you and I uh, have had a conversation prior to this podcast about, um, <laughs> I just kind of want to recap what I said, right. something like, uh, yeah, I can tell when I'm eating really shitty foods mm-hmm. and I'm sort of not taking care of my body very well, I start thinking really negative thoughts. And you said... <laughs> the thoughts are already there. Right, and that's why... Yes. And it's like, oh, I totally was unaware of that. <laughs> that, yes. that makes so much sense how um, the thoughts are there. So I'm almost like, like in, a, in a way, punishing my body yes. um, with foods that don't serve me. That's right. Yes, that's right. It's so right. interesting. Yes, yes, yes. And then I make excuses. And then I mm-hmm. justify it in my mind why it's okay for me to do this and yeah. I deserve this and it's okay. It's only this week, next week I'll be better or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like those thoughts also don't serve me. That's right. So it, the, the whole reason why we learn to focus and we do that through meditation it, it is, is that we do become aware of our thoughts faster so as soon as you hear those derogatory thoughts that right away you can do something about that and what would you do just stop them yeah like just know that okay that's right yeah. you just stop them dead on their path put your hand up and say nope yep nope not doing this no 
and then just sing and yes. <laughs> or dance or, or just dance. change it or change change the thought. Okay. Now, people say, "Well, it's really hard to do that." Well, if you've been thinking low vibratory thoughts for a long time, yeah, it is going to be a challenge. But once again, we always want to know that we don't grow unless we're challenged. And so, you know, what's the point? Yes. You know what I mean? If you want to be a better person, um, if you want to be a happier person, well, you know what? That takes a little bit of discipline, actually a lot, and <laughs> commitment to your journey because you want it so bad. I mean, really? Who really wants to suffer? <laughs> well, that's a very good question. And I... I, I, I've been in a place where I'm just so comfortable in my suffering that mm -hmm. I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. And, it, and it's almost getting out of it and getting out of those negative inflammatory thought processes is actually almost overwhelming. Yes. And I, and I, I feel that way with some of the people that would listen to this podcast that comment and DM me and, and things like that. Like they're just in a place where they want things to change, but they don't want to put the time or the effort or they're not sure how to do that or maybe or I'm the work or the work to do yes, it yeah. yes 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 because because it's yeah like if I you know if I could I just take out my magic wand and go ding yeah you know but that's not the way it works mm -hmm. you need to understand every person needs to understand that we are so much bigger than we know that we're so much more powerful than than we know and we can't get other people to do the work for us because it's not their job. It is our job to change our lives if we require it, if we if we desire it so much. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that on a podcast, but like <laughs> dragging your ass across broken glass. Yeah. Like, you know, like seriously, is that like, is that feeling good for you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And And if not... You know what? You can change it. Yeah. You and only you can change that. But it takes it takes that 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 strong will to be able to say no to the old thoughts, the old pattern that keeps on knocking at your door. And listen, you know, people will say to me, "Well, you know, and, and this happens and that happens. And I say, well, you know, like, really, how's that working for you? Mm -hmm. So, you know, <laughs> your personality, which is really what the old thoughts are about, the old construct, is is the is your ego. And, and so, you know, the first ego that you learn is the protector controller. Because you come in as a shining bright light thinking that everything's going to be hunky-dory. Yeah. That, you know, like, whoa. And you see that in the children, the yes. spirit of the children. Yes. I've arrived. You know, now all you need to do is just feed me, change me, let me sleep, hug me, tell me you love me, I'm good. Yeah. You know, like this. But then by the age of two, they recognize that, wait a minute, <laughs> something's off here. <laughs> and And so that's when they start to hear the words that are spoken around them and see the actions and then they go like oh okay that's not the way it works here you have to do something good in order to be loved ah and then it's like and oh then oh i see so in order for me not to get hurt or feel hurt, I must learn how to protect myself. Okay. And then if I don't want to get hurt too, then, well, there's other things. I have to kind of con learn how to control my circumstances or my situation. So if I, if I do the dishes... <laughs> That ooh, I get praise for that. Mom's gonna love me. Mom's gonna love me. Yeah. And if I go and you know rub her head when she has a headache, then she's gonna love me. That so there's the nurturer and the caretaker. Yeah. And then oh, if I tell a sad story, I get attention. Yeah. That's the victim. So the victim becomes quite 
powerful in our lives because we will fall into that about things that aren't going the way we want. Oh, it's because, you know, well, oh, oh, oh you know, I, I got into this car accident and ever since then, you know, it's just been, you know, and oh gosh, I've just, and you know, that could be, that could be, or, oh, you know, I, I've just got this disease and, 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 and oh, you know, and so they tell the story and they tell the story and they tell the story and they over tell the story. And over and over yeah. and over. And so, and then once people catch on, they're like not interested in your story anymore, but they find somebody else to listen to it. So those are the personalities. Mm -hmm. Those are the personalities that develop. And so basically your essence is here to dissolve those personalities and to say really that is not the way it's done mm -hmm. you are you are created in the source's image mm -hmm. you are 100% love you are 100% powerful you can have and do anything you want mm -hmm. but you've got to allow yourself to address these personalities over here to break them down and believe you me there's a lot of them oh oh yes okay so let's <laughs> let's talk about that because um the word collective consciousness yes uh where the thoughts come from mm. um we don't need to dive into this too much but like the feeling of self like who we are the the aloneness the who our brains no one can hear the thoughts in our brains except for us like we're the only ones in there um, however, however, those thoughts, the collective consciousness, those are the thoughts that you are also picking up from the consciousness, the collective consciousness. So tell me what is collective consciousness? Well, those are the vibrations or the, uh, yes, the vibrations or the vibratory thoughts where uh, we are actually picking up on, on that vibration as we go through our day. So that's why, again, awareness yeah. and groundedness brings you to the place where uh, you're less affected by that. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you, you stand on your own. You know who you are. You can walk into a room where there's all this kind of like yiggity and if you're not in that place of groundedness and centeredness and alignment you may start to pick up on those thoughts and yes. you think they're yours yeah okay so this is essentially from all the other human beings in the world like what their vibrations what they're putting out into the world right that's what you're picking up on yes yeah so that makes like for anyone that's not sure if they understand this something that's happened to me which I believe happens to a lot of people is you walk into a room where something just happened and you're all hunky-dory la 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 and you walk into the room and it's like somber and you can like feel the energy is changed it's not the same one that you carry in your body and you're like what just happened or yes. is everyone okay in here or whatever you know or you walk into a room you're kind of feeling sad or bummed, but everyone's laughing mm -hmm. and it, it brings you up. That's and right. And you didn't even do anything. It's just the vibration in the room. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Happens all the time. So that's why it's very, very important to understand that the nighttime is the place where the collective consciousness goes to sleep. Right. And so most of my work was done in the middle of the night okay interesting okay. so not that i really chose it it chose me okay. <laughs> i was like okay seriously and it went on for a long long time but i'm really happy for that because of the fact that in in at three o'clock three thirty, it doesn't matter but in those few hours between uh, I, I would have a tendency to go like two, but closer to three to five o'clock. Mm -hmm. Those hours are the best hours that you could, even if you did it once a week, 
where you set your alarm and you got yourself up and ready to go into a meditative state. It would be amazing how it would change your vibration, accelerate it. Right. Because you are not dealing with everybody else's thought forms. Everybody else has left the planet. It's like <laughs> when you go to sleep, yeah. you uh, you leave your body, right? So everybody's off having their own experience. Right. So you're not picking up on that. So now you can truly have your really, really that, uh, that, that um, uh, highly connected, aligned, experience oh that's so cool because um in january the month of january i did this early damn days uh thing yes and so i was getting up at 4 30 in the morning yes. and it's so interesting i just had an aha moment because i would get up i would turn my coffee on and i would lay on my mat like my yoga mat i would roll out sometimes i'd stretch but those sometimes i wouldn't even do anything right. i mean i would just lay there uh, or i would drink coffee and or whatever but i started to just feel really really good in at that time like right. i it's i love that that's so interesting okay yes. okay yes. Yes. and i was drawn to it and i started to really like it and it's funny cuz during the day everyone's like you're crazy i can't believe you're doing that like all these things and i'm like well it's actually serving me in a good way yeah. i mean the first couple of days were hard but you just got to make the commitment and do it it's so yes. interesting and for me it became something that like i could hardly wait mm -hmm. i could hardly wait they, they i say they because they were it was it was the energy the spirit form anyways whatever but <laughs> i'm just saying they would wake me up yeah I, I i would open my eyes and i would hear it's time to meditate and i would just oh, get so up cool. light my candle and get myself into this and off I go. And sometimes it would be an hour. Sometimes it would be almost two. But it would it would depend their their guidance as to what I needed to do in order for me to prepare to get to where I was gonna go and how they so were cool. going to teach me. Yeah, it was so cool. It was so cool. Um okay, so let's kind of go back to and talk about touch on food yes and what how we treat our bodies what we put into our bodies why and how that relates to inflammatory thoughts right right okay so you know um everybody has their way of eating yeah and um uh, if the the point i want to make here is if the way you are eating serves you then bravo if it makes you feel good if you feel like you got clarity you've got energy you yeah. just feel like you could conquer the world then bravo that is good for you sure because i'm sure recipes are every the recipe for everyone is different absolutely Everybody, yeah, we everyone. are all different DNA mm -hmm. okay so when somebody is eating a certain way because it serves them mm -hmm. why do you think they gotta go around and tell somebody else that that's what you should do <laughs> that's a great question isn't it that you is know? a great question you, you should. should do it <laughs> well you know how I feel about the word should <laughs> It goes, it's right up there with I can't and yeah. have to. Yeah. <laughs> In other words, take that out of your vocabulary because what it means is it's wrong and it's applying pressure. So everything that you do ought to be from the place of wanting because you want to, because mm -hmm. it feels good. But it's just like a religion, you know. Uh, they want to convert you. They yeah. want to convert you because they feel that the way that they're praying or the, 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 the master that they're following has got all the answers and you're either going to, you know, go straight to heaven or you're, yes. you know, you're going to have, uh, you're going to have some kind of an experience or whatever, but this is the way it has to be done. Okay. And so it's like, it, it becomes that it becomes like a religion. 
So what I want to say about that is basically um, just to honor uh, how 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 you eat. Being aware of the food that you put in your body is a, is an expression of how you feel about yourself. I love that. Let's okay. say that again. Okay. That is amazing. Okay. So the way you put whatever you put, the food you put into your mouth is an expression of how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you are putting pounds of ice cream down your throat, something's telling you, you don't feel very good about yourself. Yes. Okay. Cause we know that ice cream is loaded with sugar mm-hmm. and a lot of additives. I mean, you could put ice cream out on a counter, leave it overnight. It doesn't melt, right? Something's wrong there. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Or you are constantly drawn to a, what I call a low vibration food. If you Are you drinking Coca-Cola? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, these are, these are very rude awakening examples, yeah. but we use them just to kind of shake people up and say. So what are some other rude awakening examples? Um, okay. Uh, I, I would definitely say like high sugar. Like you. Yes, yes. absolutely. Anything, Fast food, deep fried. Yes. It's super high, like in, you know, super saturated high fats. saturated fats. Uh, yeah. uh, anything, well, not anything, but I know, uh. I mean, I shop at, can I say where I shop? Yeah. Whole yeah. Foods. <laughs> I shop at Whole Foods because, because I, I'm always looking for the best of, of anything. So if I decide to treat myself, well, I, okay, so I don't eat sugar. Mm-hmm. It, I haven't eaten sugar for years. And, um, and I don't eat carbohydrates. I don't do bread. I don't mm-hmm. do bagels. I don't do cookies. I don't do yeah. crackers. And I have it for a long, long time. But if I feel that, you know, I'm going to treat myself, then I'll go down the aisle where the nuts are, you know, and uh, I'll look at how can I kind of spice up my my treat. Yeah, treats. Yeah. My treat. Uh, and I'll look at nuts because I know that I can, um, I can eat nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will just... But I don't look... I'm saying here, anything in the packages, when you're eating the processed food in the packages or in the cans, you really got to be aware. And I just like, I just said to you uh, earlier on about here, I thought I was doing such a great thing, eating grapeseed mayonnaise, grapeseed Mm -hmm. oil mayonnaise. And I thought, I guess, you know, somebody whispered in my ear and said, read the label. (laughs) <laughs> Mabel <laughs> I did it was an express canola oil and I just about pooped my drawers right on the spot and I'm going what jeez oh, I thought it was like grapeseed oil and no I was eating canola oil oh my god oh well anyways <laughs> thank god I don't eat it all the time and uh, thank god you don't eat it anymore yeah that exactly yeah. that went out really fast so but really um how I feed myself, how I feed myself is really how I feel about myself, that yes. I love myself so much. And I know when I'm eating well, I know that I am, all my cells are lining up and it brings clarity. And the clarity is, is for me, it is about how I can listen even more to, to the, to spirit, to my guides, to mm-hmm. to my higher self, to the source. I'm in line all the time. And so I know that if I ate a bowl full of ice cream for some reason, uh, I would I, I, I would really go comatose. <laughs> yeah, you would go comatose. <laughs> I would go comatose. Yeah. I tried it once. <laughs> I had an ice cream comb. I that was it. I was I was out like a light. It put me to sleep. Sure. And I've had a hangover the next day. Yeah. I had a serious hangover. <laughs> so that's what that sugar experience did to me because my pancreas was like, what is going on here? Right. You know, so about the the cleaner you are is a self-expression of how you really love yourself so much that you don't want to uh, t- 
taken any garbage into your body. So the relationship, the reflection of what you eat versus how you think is hand in hand. Hand in hand. Yeah. Like if I'm feeling like I'm not worthy and I'm no good, mm-hmm. guess what? Mm-hmm. The chips are in the cupboard. Oh, they get... The, yeah, I, I know. I totally hear you there. I totally hear you. Since... Since you said that, like that the thoughts already there, I've already started to like in my mind and this happens like this happens to me. So people think that I'm like awakened or enlightened or something like that based on what I talk about and how I I, I, I teach on Instagram and in these podcasts. But I still like there's moments in my week more more moments than I want. But <laughs> I... <laughs> Where, yeah, I think about getting those chips. Chips are like my vice or cheese or whatever. Chips are my vice too. Or whatever. Yes. You know, I think I eat relatively clean now because I definitely treat my body better. It's amazing the transformation that I went through. I mean, I lost 85 pounds. I totally changed the way I ate for the long term. I didn't go on a diet. I decided, you know, I'm doing this for a year. I think I said a year and it was a big which is a, a big window. And yeah. and yeah, eating the, clean. Yes. Right? Yes. Clean eating. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, you can you can you can call it what you want. Yeah. But cl- clean eating, clean thoughts. We should yeah, I was just going to say we should start clean thinking. Absolutely. And what does that even look like? Yeah. Like what does clean thinking even look like? So when I wake up in the morning, well, I'll, I'll give you this morning. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what happened this morning? Okay, so I open my eyes and I say, Oh, that was such a good sleep. <laughs> oh my God, that was a good sleep. And what I had been doing, I did wake up at 5.30. And what I did from 5.30 probably till maybe 6.37 was I laid there and I had a... Uh, a, a conversation yeah. <laughs> with with myself or the source, yeah. basically. And I talked to myself about how much I love myself and how much I I um, was just so uh, thankful and appreciative of all the good things in my life. And as these thoughts came through, I got I accelerated my thoughts. Brought myself even to a higher place about how much I love my children and I, what a great life I have and how my practice is so wonderful and how it makes me feel so good. And, and oh, the sun is shining today and I'm going to go skating and I can hardly wait to get out on the canal. And so that's my thought process. So that's how I start my day. So I'm already set up for a beautiful day. I love that. And even you just saying this right now, I don't, no one else is in the room here uh, except for me, but I can feel that energy coming from you. And it's lovely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's contagious. Yes. It's contagious. So that's how we, how do you start your day? Mm -hmm. Because remember this, you have been in the nighttime dream. So here we are. Yes. We are in a daytime dream now. Yes. You and I. Yes. And we're making this lovely dream together. Now, at night, when you go to sleep, your soul, if that's what you choose to call it, or your energetic body, leaves. Okay? It goes into other places. It goes to have other experiences. That's what you call your dream time. Mm-hmm. But you are, you all lift up and off you go when you have a different experience. Yeah. So think about this. When you come back, you are still just relatively fresh (laughs) from having that experience in the dream world. So you see, now you can create the life you want right now. You have an opportunity to do that. So if you wake up and your first thought is, ah, shit, I got to go to work. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you don't catch that thought, then that will be the way the momentum will build and you will start to feel like crap 
by the time you walk into the door at work, your yeah. shoulders are already down. Yeah. Your head is already looking down at the ground. You've already made an energetic thing happen around right. you so that the vibration that you bring into the office is the pits. Mm -hmm. Okay? But you and only you can change that. So in the morning, that is your saving grace. Every day, you get to create a new day every day, right from the moment you open your eyes. If your first thought is crappy, change it. And how do you change it? You find something that excites you or yeah. something that made you feel good. Like you can always draw on those things because they were actually things that happened in your life that made you feel really, really good. It doesn't matter what it was. If you were riding a Ferris wheel when you were nine, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. Did you have a smile on your face? Yeah. You can always go back to those experiences where you can suck all you want off of them <laughs> to give you that energy to make you feel yeah. good and then start thinking more positive thoughts about the little things. Yeah, that's a good point too because it doesn't have to be this like big magical experience no. that you bring in. It could be something as simple as I have the most comfortable bed in the world. <laughs> or, Absolutely. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, or you, you know, and you're like, oh God, the sun is shining. The sun oh, is shining. listen to the cardinals sing. Yeah. I love that because like, yeah. I, I love to listen to the birds. And so like at 5.30 this morning, I could hear the birds. They were just so happy. And I it just puts a smile on my face. That's not a big thing. It's just the tiniest thing. But then I think, oh, ooh, and I'm going to drink my bulletproof coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of my first thoughts too. Ooh, uh, coffee uh, yeah, time. I yeah. love the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, speaking of the little things, I, I do believe the way I changed my inflammatory thoughts or at least started to shift them was a combination of doing little things like one saying no once um, in a day or doing something like waking up and having appreciation for things like right. just very little, very little subtle shifts. Um, but talk to me about miracles. Okay. All right. Well, miracles. <laughs> That's a, It's a big thing, and yet it's a small thing. Okay. Because every time, for me, um, and, and the experiences that I have had, is um, just even to recognize that, that we're creating miracles all the time. Yeah. And the fact that when a person decides to make a shift in their lives... You know, and decides that they that they're choosing to be happy instead of struggling and suffering. That is a miracle. You know, mm -hmm. it's just that we choose we choose not to see it that way because for us it mm -hmm. it means that it has to be something very big and large. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's about that everything is a miracle in our lives. That that you know, for every for every moment of your day. You're constantly creating um, a miracle. And a miracle may, mainly means that you are always uh, choosing to be in alignment with source. It, it, that choice of, because when you're in alignment, you feel good. You feel uplifted. Um, you just want to... You just want to share that with the rest of the world. Yeah. How how great you feel. And your your light just shines and you radiate it out. So so every moment of every day can be a miracle. And then as you build momentum with those, that's then one day a biggie happens for you. Mm -hmm. Because something big manifests in your life. For instance, you know, when I healed myself. I was building momentum knowing that spirit was with me all the time and that I chose, I chose to believe that I could heal myself. Mm -hmm. I chose that thought. I didn't let the fact that I could see myself dying a little every day. I chose 
to think that, but I'm going to beat this. I know I can. Against the collective consciousness, I'm sure nobody told you that um, you could heal yourself. That's right. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That's right. It's like, you know, um, oh my God, you know, uh, what's happening to you? Look, you know, you're, you, you're uh, blowing up like a blowfish, uh, you know, (laughs) Uh, you, you, you look like the person or you, your, you, your, my experience was, uh, around, um, as, as one person said to me that I haven't seen anybody like this unless they're dying of AIDS in their last stages. That's kind of where, that's where I was at. But my, my will and my belief system was, is that I was here to learn something very big from that yes. <laughs> and because i believed it it happened amazing and and that was a massive miracle <laughs> absolutely yeah i do like how you mentioned uh that miracles are small because i the first time you said that uh to me i i didn't really recognize that that's I didn't really recognize that. So that's interesting. I like that a lot. It is a little miracle to, it's a miracle just to be able to say, nope, stop thinking that way. Let's shift. That's, that is totally valid. I love that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So, okay. Inflammatory projections from others. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that a little okay. bit and how like back into that collective consciousness like what how can we recognize when someone is projecting themselves on us? Cuz a lot of the times like in my experience people say you made me feel that way or um or you just are sitting around with a group of friends and you all of a sudden don't really feel good anymore in the conversation or with that company mm-hmm. i know those are two different things but well let's start with the that? first one which yeah. is you know you made me feel that way yeah well nobody makes you feel anything that you don't want to feel mm-hmm. so if there is something that is inside you know well you hurt me uh no you were already hurt mm-hmm. you know uh well uh if you hadn't done that this wouldn't have happened to me well no you already projected that out there so that's why it happened to you it is really recognizing that we are all responsible for everything that happens in our lives and that we cannot blame or point a finger or or accuse someone of of uh doing damage to us we it's no so how do you, what, what, what advice or what can you say to people that just resist that, that, that don't believe that way? Okay. Well, they don't believe it because they're not ready for it. Okay. They're just not ready. And that's fine because we're all here for a different experience. And, and, you know, here's the old cliche, can lead the horse to water, but can't make it drink. Right. Yeah. So you can, you can actually, you know, I, I have said to people when they've come in, you know, you know, you retracted that and they're like, the back goes up and the mouth gets tight. And yeah. Why would I attract that? Yeah. Like, have I got rocks in the head, you know, so they're not ready to hear that yet. Uh-huh. They don't understand how the law of the universe works in the, in the vibration. I take full responsibility. The fact that I blew out my cisterna Cali, you know, I take full responsibility for that. I had that experience. It hit me like, where is that? Right. It's yeah. right sits right at the at the top of your third chakra. So like, ooh, but <laughs> you know, that the belief system that was behind that was powerful, you know. And and when it happened to me, I I was mad. I was angry, not at anybody else. I was angry at spirit. Okay. I was like, "How dare you do this to me?" <laughs> how dare how dare you i'm so happy i i've worked so hard to get where i am and then this happens to me like i was pissed uh-huh. <laughs> but <laughs> when i came to my senses <laughs> i recognized that i was the one that created that experience and so this is where i uh my favorite is uh pain is resistance so I had mm-hmm. created all that pain. Mm-hmm. I, I created all that resistance. 
so that I could actually see myself come through it, how, how I worked so hard to come through that. So when, you know, I could not blame anybody. I couldn't even, I couldn't even blame spirit because they'd have none of that, <laughs> but you know, it was nobody else's fault, but, but my own. So this is when people say, you know, well, you did that. And because of that, I did this. And you're just like, you kind of got to go like, I'm not responsible for that. That's hard for some people to hear. Actually, it's, for a lot it's, of people. It's really hard to hear. And I, yeah. I've been there too. It was hard for me to hear. Yes. Uh, it's sometimes, some days it's hard for me to hear even right now. Yeah, because that's the victim. The victim loves when somebody goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Isn't that so interesting? It's, ah, oh, it's so true. It's so true. You, ah. Oh. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then, I mean, if we, if we had uh, time and we wanted to go through all those personalities, uh-huh. man, they'd make your hair stand up on end. Oh. Because there's so many of them. I mean, I think about the people that are the saviors and the martyrs. Yes. You know? Oh, my gosh. I really resonate with, like, the victim and the judge. Because those, Mm. I definitely resonate with those two. Um, I know that they, yeah. They're there. They're in my brain. Constantly. And and they are there because, um, again... We've been carrying these thought forms with us, you know, for many, many, yeah. many, many lifetimes. So we talk, and we talk about the DNA too. We talk about how our parents, you know, passed on their stuff to yeah. us. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a viable thing too. So, you know, taking all of that, but at the same time, that doesn't give you the right to blame them mm-hmm. because you chose them. So therefore you chose them for a reason mm-hmm. and that you were going to, you know, be strong enough or learn from that experience and rise above it. So at the end of the day, that's what you are doing. Mm-hmm. You are breaking down, dismantling, taking apart, you know, dissipating, um, all of those old thought programs so that you can become yourself. Mm-hmm. Most people do not know who they are. Mm-hmm. We talk about being your authentic self. That's a huge thing. But to put it in a nutshell, mm-hmm. your authentic self is is the, the person that decides that they are going to um, uh, uh, peel away all of the stuff that has been projected onto them about who you are, uh, uh, what you should do, mm-hmm. uh, like who you need to be, uh, how you need to act, yeah. uh, you know, what what sex is all about, uh, you know, all the rules and regulations that come from religion and politics and society that are all projected onto you. And then the authentic self comes out when you start to peel away those layers of all those things that you thought you were because people told you what you were those. And then as you start to come out of yourself, this is when your authentic self comes forward and, and you really get it. You get it in the way that, that you and you alone are the master, that you don't follow anybody. You listen to yourself, you listen to your own guidance and you do what's good for you not what makes everybody else happy. You don't. It's almost like you, from that place of authenticity, you can have an original thought. Absolutely. <laughs> because, like, my thoughts are not original. They, outside of when I'm really in line with myself, they're coming from what you just said, from all of those things. Those mm-hmm. thoughts are not mine. They're not my thoughts. They're mm-hmm. just something I agreed with and decided to believe in exactly when you are authentic and you live authentically you can start to make to change that to make your own thoughts yes and it is very interesting because like at least the thoughts for me when i'm in line with myself and at the happiest they're not even words (laughs) it's like more of a feeling for me it's like a that's the vibration yeah yeah okay i and with these inflammatory thoughts and what you've learned in the program or, or whatever you want to call it, 
um, I actually was listening to a podcast last week where this lady says that, you know, she got so used to um, thinking the way she, she got so used to thinking a certain way that she started to believe that the world was that way. Absolutely. I found that to be so profound because yes, everybody has their own opinions about everything and how, what the world is and what they are and how important they are or not important or whatever. But it's, it's just a story and it's, it's just a story. It's just a story. Yes. And from that perspective, it's almost easy to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. However, when you're in those deeper. Yes. Vibrations. It's harder. It's a little more challenging, but I, I think it's really, really important that somebody say, you know, you you are part of the one. You are part of source. You have the power. You can change it at any time. Okay, I love that. So before we wrap this up, mm-hmm. is there anything else that comes to mind within this lesson? Like, are we, what are we missing? Is there anything that we're missing? I think... Um, what are we missing? I feel that we are missing nothing. Mm-hmm. However, our belief system tells us that we are missing everything. Mm, that... I love that. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay. So I, in my experience, um, was decided one day to sit down just in stillness, that I'm not going to meditate on anything. I'm just going to sit still and let whatever happened happen. So in order to sit still, I needed to quiet my mind. So all I did was quiet my mind. That's what I said. I just said, quiet my mind. Quiet my mind. Quiet my mind. That's all I did, quiet my until nothing. There was nothing there, and all of a sudden, it was just like this vortex of light came down over top of me, and said, "This, you have everything that you have ever wanted. You need not try. You need not." effort. You need not work. You already have everything that you want. Interesting. Now let it be. And I came out of that Ooh. and holy snap and jock straps. I was like, I knew that. But this was deep, deep, deep in the recesses of my mind. You know? Yeah. It it got to that place where I was like, whoa! Like, (laughs) holy shitsky. (laughs) It was huge. And I went into this place of starting to release fear. And this, like, I really started, I started crying, like huge sobbing cries. And it would just like, I'd be like, okay. And then I'll be like, "Ah!" like, (laughs) I would just break out like this. And it happened over and over and over, like for like, like for 24 hours. Okay. Okay. Then I exhausted myself. And then I just, and then it was like, okay, taking my hands off the wheel. Just let it be. Just let it be. And ever since then, it has just been magic. Ah. Just magic. Amazing. So that, (laughs) that is that. (laughs) That is very, I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love this. That was an amazing conversation. Um, Thank you so much for coming or for allowing me to uh, share this space with you and with the listeners and you know, I think it might be a neat idea to ask the listeners some questions that maybe we can answer in the next podcast Absolutely. that we do together. Yeah. So if you guys have any questions, let me know, DM me, and um, 
and we'll, we'll, we'll get answering them. Yes, for sure, for sure. I would love that. And um, as I say, um, know. You've got to know that you already have it all. Mm -hmm. And if you can just believe and take your hands off the wheel, it all comes. It's a miracle. <laughs> okay. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> that was awesome. I want to give a big thank you to my guest today, Adele Stratton. She can be found on Facebook at Phoenix Rising Healing Center, on Instagram at, at Phoenix Rising HC, or visit her website at www.phoenixrisinghealingcenter.com. All this information can also be found in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and shoot me a review. I also can't wait to see all of those screenshots coming up. Have a lovely day, everyone. Until next time.